Hi, Stacy. Hey, Kathy. Are we GHing? Hell yes. Woohoo! We are still in 60. God damn it. I can't do this right. Season 61, episodes 42 through 46. I'm a professional podcaster. Uh, does that mean we have to be paid for professional? We are We're not. paid in love. <laughs> I get to be in charge of spoilers and crazy fucking spoilers. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. She's mad because I judged her last week, so she told me in advance she was going to judge me this week. I but know, but I didn't things. expect to immediately judge you. Like, I felt like I was going to have to fake it. That was a serious, that was, I was judging you in, in She's truth. wrong, just like she was <laughs> wrong last week. But you're in charge this week, so it really doesn't matter. <laughs> I know. But I'm in charge of happenings. I get to do the first happening, and I'm very excited because I am choosing to go with Ned, remembering who he is. I loved this whole resolution arc didn't like everything that led up to it wasn't necessarily a fan of the whole eddie thing understood i understand it more now because ned got to explain everything but essentially and we talked about last week lois gives ned a whole bunch of encouragement he goes out to find his siren he jumps in the water because he's compelled by the sound of his own voice as the siren and gets trapped under there but Olivia, who's also encouraged that conversation. What did you think about that conversation between Olivia and Lois? It was fine. I, oh, my God. I, I loved it. It seemed sneaky on Lois's part. And Olivia is weirdly insecure right now. But uh, they're so cute together. Their chemistry is great. Yes, I loved it. And um, she got to basically say, okay, yeah, go out and give your husband some love. So she goes out there, she realizes he's in the water, she jumps in the water, she saves his ass, and then he realizes he remembers who he is, and he sees Liv, and he comes out, and they hug, and even though the water must be freezing, they're not shivering at all, and just one simple towel, and she wants to go inside, but he's like, no, let's stay here and shiver some more, Um, but they get to have a conversation about how, essentially, he woke up disoriented and went to the safest place he could, which was Eddie and that whole persona. So he appreciated her. She got to say, I love you. He said, you saved my life literally. And she's like, we save each other. That's what love is. I, I cried tears, real tears on Friday's episode. That's my happening. Loved it. I also hear the other thing I want to say about this, those two actors are incredible underwater actors. Like if you guys go back and we, we, we watch that, it's amazing what they do with their facial expressions underwater. I'm underwater. The most I can do is just not open my eyes. But you're supposed to open your eyes when you're underwater. Can you imagine emoting? Oh my God, there he is. What do I do? How do I? Oh my God. She did. Livia. Amazing. Amazing. That actress. Kudos. Should win so an it award. was interesting because like I got distracted by her wearing pants and then she had to jump in the water. I was like, this is why they have her in pants. Yeah. Cause she never wears pants, right? In a skirt, right? It's like too exposing. Like the, it's going to flop around. So it was interesting to me. Well, I mean, you called it. You, I mean, when she first came out, Stacey was like, she's wearing pants. She never wears pants. And then, and then Stacey was like, well, maybe she's doesn't wear pants because like me, pants don't look the best. 
It's and really hard if you have a small waist and larger hips because pants gape. And I was like, maybe that's just, or maybe she's just feminine. Like I got like kind of tied up in it. And then as soon as she jumped, I'm all, this is why she's wearing pants. Yeah. You totally pegged it because we'll never see her in pants again. Like we all know this. <laughs> hmm. All right. I don't, This is like a, I don't know. It, it's not really a specific happening, but... I guess I'll go with Charlotte unloads on Laura. And I think she was as honest as she could be, whereas she was not honest at all with Valentine. But she basically says her grandfather told her that Anna was evil and that she's going to try to kill her dad or like put her dad away and like really brainwashed Charlotte. And Charlotte is basically terrified of Anna. I don't know that she was a hundred percent honest because, but she was more honest with Laura than anybody else. But at no point, like she was like, she knew it was me when she shot me. Like, no, like, right. That there's, she seems like she's piling it on a little, but more honest with Laura. I felt her fear. Like yeah. we haven't really heard Charlotte's. We've only seen clips of it. But we've not really heard Charlotte verbalize the actual fear. And I think it's real. It's a real fear that she has, whether real or not it's fear, justified. But she's also like very manipulative and calm yes. in other ways. So like I feel like especially with what Victor has done with Drew and others, like it could be a legitimate brainwashing. Yeah. I didn't even think about that, but you're probably right. Because because of how like her fear flipped on like a switch. And, and like the 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 sort of obsessive with the tarot cards, like I feel like the tarot, you know, because Drew's tr the it was like a it was a card. Oh, right. Tarot, right to turn it on. Right. So I how feel like the tarot cards might be I think it's all part of it. Well, maybe that's why, because I did wonder why Laura didn't say anything to counter. Maybe that's where Laura's head is going too, is this is so deep seated. Like I can't say anything in defense of Anna because if it's that deep seated, like Charlotte's not going to trust me kind of thing. Yeah, I... I think this is where this is going because of the whole who was it Jason? It was Jason who also got triggered, right? When with Brit, there was the card, and then he was like a zombie when when they were. I don't remember. I think you're right. Yeah. So, I I because they are focused so much on the tarot cards. That's where that's where my thoughts went. Yeah, no, that makes that makes sense. It was relief, like not relieving. It was helpful to have that conversation between Charlotte and Laura. Yeah, because otherwise she just seems like a sociopath. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it would right if she is legit brainwashed. It could account for setting Anna's house on fire, whether Kathy believes that or not. Like if it's not her being herself then it's a different situation. Yeah. 
Yeah. Did you have anything else with that one? No, I'm going to let the side stuff go. Okay. Well, it actually leads to my other happening, which is that Valentine finally comes clean with Anna and Anna is pissed. But I had such a panic attack during that scene. In fact, I didn't want to watch it because I saw previews and everything leading up to this. He's been such a Charlotte supporter. And Charlotte just woke up basically and said this whole lie around how she went to the apartment to give Anna back the keys. And Valentine comes out of that and he tells Nina she just lied. And my fear was he was going to back up the lie with Anna. But instead, he did the exact opposite. And he said, this is... Because Anna was like, hey, I think I know who's stalking me. Somehow they got Charlotte messed up in it. And he's like, no, it's Charlotte. And and Valentine believes that she burnt Anna's house down, yeah. um, even if I don't. And he tells her literally everything. He says, my daughter's been stalking you for months. I've been covering for her. He tells her about the deleted footage. And essentially, Anna, like, I can never trust you again, which she, he's been a lying liar. So yeah, don't trust him. And goes back in to talk. I don't know why. Why did she want to talk to Charlotte? Like, what was that going to do? I I think she just... She has so much guilt. She's trying to explain it, even though Charlotte's only 15, but she just wants Charlotte to know it was unintentional. Like, I would never hurt you. Like, I would. I think that's where she's going, even though it's not the right time or place to do it. Well, and they did this thing where Laura Laura says, you can't go in there. Charlotte um, thinks you shot her, like, on purpose. On purpose. She's yeah. Of you. And the way Laura says it, you're like, Come on, Laura. But you know, like in the next scene, she's going to be soothing it because she knows Anna didn't shoot her on purpose. However, so so all of this is out. And Valentine has come clean with Anna. Anna now knows that what Charlotte has been doing, but not why. Laura knows why. And and you've got this throwaway scene that happened in the middle of the week with Jordan and Mac and Robert where they say we're all too close to Anna we need an outside investigator to look into this so somebody's coming in and I feel like that's going to be the um the Forsyth guy that Anna's afraid of oh my god I didn't even think about that but I was I was thinking that it was going to be somebody that's going to be a catalyst to more uncomfortable drama, you know, with Anna on trial and things like that. So, but yeah, it probably is. And that's who I think burnt down her house. I don't think it was Charlotte. So until Charlotte says, I burnt down your house, you can all just be assured that I will never be in that place. We were sure, Kathy, that it was a woman. I don't, we said it was feminine feet. That doesn't necessarily mean a woman. Tiny feet is what we noticed. Okay. Well, whatever. I'm not on that train. The train is left without me. I'm behind holding a sign going, she's innocent. <laughs> I think, I think she has been, I think she's brainwashed. Okay. All right. My last happening is Sasha Bridges, Maxie and Brooklyn's relationship. And I loved it. Yes. 
similar to Anna, Brooklyn has so much guilt, legitimate guilt. And Maxie was furious, like was more furious than she was at any point up until now. And I was a little confused by that. But Sasha just went, you both need to shut up and fix this right now. And they did. And they did. And I know it's not really part of it, but then I just, Sasha was so pretty and they did the whole photo shoot, which can be amusing. I know, but. No, no, no. I had it. That was one of my happenings. I put it all together. I agree. It's all one thing with Sasha. Sasha just so there's was like beautiful. Some famous photographer that has always been on apparently Maxie's vision board and Maxie got all nervous and then the photographer refused to work with Sasha. So cute. And they, then they all convinced him that she was fine. And then Maxie's like, it was that the baby lamb got sick or something. And so, but I have a backup. <laughs> and of course, Cody brings in Ferdinand, the baby alpaca. Mm-hmm. And Cody is in the photo shoot with Sasha. It's so cute. Okay. Can we first talk about what the lamb was sick with? The lamb had laryngitis. <laughs> Why does that matter? <laughs> Let's be clear. Like, it's a photo shoot, not a movie. The lamb had laryngitis. So they <laughs> I mean, I'm not an animal vet doctor, so forgive me if that's very insensitive. It just struck me as really funny. I mean, I can see the lamb has strep throat and it's very painful, but just you have no voice. Great. We don't need you to talk right now. You're getting your picture taken. Yeah, that was great. I thought those scenes were so cute. And the fact that Cody was like, he was like, don't do anything but look at her. And he's like, no problem. (laughs) They were super sweet. Yeah, it was wonderful. Okay. It's time for Fashion First. Woo! What you got? I'm going to get this out first because Mm -hmm. I disagree with Kathy's interpretation of it. Mm -hmm. Why was there a giant safety pin holding Lois's sweater together? Kathy's big concern was that the top button wasn't buttoned and she was afraid Lois was going to fall out of it. But seriously, her her cardigan was held shut with a giant safety pin. Like over buttoned to the side. No. 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 Just sew it. It was wrong. It was wrong. It looked like the sweater didn't fit, made her look too maybe lumpy. And they were like, I got a solution. We'll safety pin it over and it'll be a fashion statement. No, no. You, you, You have a wardrobe department that can taper that shit in. And the... And like, it wasn't that I disagreed with the safety pin. The safety pin was obviously a problem. But the fact that the top button could have been buttoned, but wasn't, it was just, it gave me... OCD. Like I had, I wanted to button it so bad. I also did not like Lois's nails and Stacy liked them. I did. They were fun. They nope. reminded me of like Alice in Wonderland, like diamonds. Little I did guy. like how Lois commented on the state of Brooklyn's nails. That was very funny. I, apparently you can't get your nails done on a Thursday. I learned that. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> so many comments about her nails like tracy made the comment of damaged by <laughs> your brain nail is damaged by fumes. nail polish fumes that's cute all okay, right back to fashion i'm sorry stella and felicia <sighs> looked great stella's shirt i want that it was beautiful the black and white 
little sheer gorgeous. She knows how to wear clothes. We both commented on Tuesday's episode on Sam's gray sweater and black pants and like Dante's blue shirt. I think my comment was at least they're not in black, but Sam especially looked great. It was a different look for her. And Sasha looked great both in her ethereal outfit, but also her real clothes that she was wearing for the meeting with Maxie. Her hair looked amazing too. Her hair was fantastic. Christina looked amazing on Fridays. What did you think? Yeah. I did not that like white Blaze's sweater. outfit, her like unitard or whatever with a blazer on top. I didn't like it. I didn't really look at Blaze's outfit, but Christina, I was just like, you Christina look looked great. amazing. And it's not really fashion, but we have determined that Anna is the best crier. She's yes. She's really good at crying. Yes. She makes you cry. She cries. We all cry. She's an excellent crier. Oh, and I, I still hate that black cardigan that looks like my grandma, not my actual grandma, but like a grandma's uh, couch cover. Like it's got the weird lumpy things on it. I don't, I don't like it. Burn it. Okay. Make it into a couch cover. I don't care. Stop okay. putting that poor girl in that. It's not a good look. Okay. But her hair looked amazing. Okay. But speaking of crying, you know, we're not alone because Beth did send us another note and she also cries. So big hugs. Yeah. We're all crying together. I love she's like, on this day, I ugly cried. I was dying. Yeah. No. Uh, feel, I feel you, girl. Compliments that we're no longer dressing Brooklyn in basically uh, circus tents. I, I, I cannot be more grateful that you're actually letting Brooklyn dress like a normal human. And it's been like a month or two at least of not in giant ruffles or weird boxy outfits. I love how we're talking to them as if they do listen, because I am convinced that they do, because we ask for things, and then things change. So, again, mwah. All right. On to the musings. Brooklyn. This is more about Brooklyn. So, Brooklyn gets two suggestions. One from Chase, when he's dressed up as a football star, which was adorable. And... One from her mom, both basically saying the same thing. Take deception as a gift from your granny and then give it to your friends. Brooklyn's position, I think, is sound. Like her granny would have thought about that. Her granny's not going to let her just do that. So I think Chase saying it wasn't as convincing now her mom has said it and i think now brooklyn's going to try to figure out what to do so that's kind of interesting but as part of that conversation with her mom i was very worried because everybody's like lois is leaving and i'm like please don't leave you're like i love this character and but she does convince her mom to stay so that she can figure this all out with deception which i think is lovely so i was happy with all of that and I'm very curious to see how where it goes from here. What is going to happen? Is Brooklyn going to take deception and then realize she wants to keep it? I don't know. Well, my musing is the jig is up for Austin because Sonny laid it out for Ava. Yes, he did. Oh my I god! I don't understand how Sonny knew that Austin was testifying on Cyrus's behalf, but like if Ava knows that. It's going to get back to Portia, who is now co-chief of staff, Mm -hmm. who 
already made her position. Whoever, whatever doctor testified should lose his license. Like it's a whole thing. The jig is up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Mason is going to throw Austin under the bridge and basically make him be the brains of the organization. I don't like, honestly, that whole thing has so many questions associated with it. The fact that Chase was so quick to say, oh, you want a deal? Let me go back and talk about a deal. On what planet does Mason get a deal? Um, Did we just see Spencer break up with Trina? Trina broke up with Spencer. I mean, yes, you're right. Did we just see that happen? Yes. Do we think it's permanent? I think it is. And so my next question is, (laughs) where does Trina go from here? Where are the eligible males? <laughs> I don't know of any. I don't know. Her last boyfriend died. It's, I was like, okay, thank goodness you're finally giving oh, up the Spencer What if Pope. she gets together with that Adam creep? <gasps> Stacy, you're very wicked. I mean, he's always there. And Interesting. And then what if Trina Portia will pushes have this them pattern. Of mm. weird boyfriends. Oh my god, that's She's disturbing. College, for God's sakes, she can find anybody. Okay, and then do it's we awesome. think? And this is this is related because we basically in this episode, Esme kind of stands up and says, "Hey, I want to move out." She has that beautiful conversation with Laura, and we get to see the Star Trek book on the table, which I totally geeked out at. I didn't even know Kathy's like. By the way, she's married too. Number Somebody two. from Star Trek. Jonathan yeah, number Frakes. two. That, mm-hmm. see, she, she knew all of the things. Yeah, I feel like the Star Trek book was a plant and I got very yeah. excited. But regardless, she, Esme comes clean with, I think, well, no, Laura kind of susses it out. I think you have feelings or she, well, first of all, based on the, the brief com, like mention of Portia, Esme's like mentioning that Portia wanted her and Spencer to do parenting classes. Laura looks like she thinks that Portia is trying to get Spencer and Esme to be together. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't really explicitly said, but we kind of have to assume that the jig is up with Portia as far as Laura is concerned. But then Laura basically takes Esme's side and says, not Esme's side, but she kind of sympathizes and says, yeah, you do. If you have feelings like this and, and, and Spencer is with somebody else, you do need to move on. So I guess what you're saying could totally happen because Portia could get back involved and say, oh, you're no longer with Spencer. Here's, you know, whatever. He looks like a nice young man. Um, Or Trina could just do it to make Spencer hurt, which is also possible. I'm interested to see where Spencer and Esme go because... Just yeah. because Trina and Spencer are not together does not mean that Esme wants Spencer to live with her. True. Spencer is delusional. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's very much delusional. I, su- I found it surprising that Dex kind of stepped in for him, I guess. It kind of uh, makes you wonder about Dex's background. Yeah, but we did find out Dex is a Marvel geek. Because he was explaining Monica Rambeau's <laughs> transition. And I loved that. I saw Marvels last night. It was amazing. 10 out of 10. Would recommend. Um, okay. That's all I have with that one. 
That's all I have. Full stop. What? That's all I have. Oh my God. Okay, wait. First of all, Alexis has that conversation with Blaze. She, they come up, I think Christina's idea is why don't we do a story on it? So they're going to do a story with Blaze about predators not being the cost of doing business, um, how women are kind of conditioned to accept it, which I love. But then when Blaze leaves, Alexis is like, no, she likes you. Like she really, really likes you. So now we have confirmation that they're going for that as a couple. So I love it. Mm-hmm. I was so happy. So happy. Oh, I did love the scene between Drew and Curtis. Oh, God. Yeah, that was great. It feels like Curtis is starting to come back to himself a little bit. I love that Drew said our friendship is forged in fire. I know. And and Curtis laughed. That was so funny. That was so great. Okay. The only other thing I had is the fact that on Monday's episode, and I wrote this down, like, please keep the kids in the show. The kids were there, right? Jake was there. Danny was there having a conversation with Santa and Dante. I just, I like that generation. It's great. Let's keep them actively in the show. And bring and Cameron back. they're at that back. age. Like, they're the next Josh and Trina and Spencer. Yeah. Yeah. And they're and they're starting to make them have individual personalities, which I really, really like. So get Rocco not... in there. Get, get Cameron yeah, in there. Uh, uh, Rocco doesn't exist as far as I can tell. So, like, have you just not cast him? What's going on? Probably not. I don't understand Elizabeth's, like, rant about... Why would Anna be carrying a gun on Halloween as if Halloween is some sort of magic trigger? Because, yes, terrible thing happened. And, yes, Halloween played a part in it. But Anna is a trained professional. And I have no doubt that also Dante was carrying a gun and Sonny was carrying a gun. And, like, why are you seeing – right? It just – yeah, I actually didn't hear that. I watched that scene, but I think I tuned it out as Liz was yeah, talking. Yeah, she would like made this huge thing. Like, I don't understand how she could have possibly shot Charlotte. Why was she carrying a gun? It's Halloween. It's madness. Why are you adding? And I was like, this seems Well, Sunny seemed to think that it was normal for Charlotte to have spray paint in her bag as if that was a normal Halloween activity. And I was like, right? like kids go where? tagging. <laughs> what? It's not as legal. Of course, Sunny's definition of what is legal is also very questionable. Well, I'm, this is just a side note. I thought it was cute when Anna and Sunny were talking about like why Sunny chose coffee as his legitimate. Oh yeah, business. that conversation was so cute. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, there was so much other stuff. Hence the crazy fucking spoilers. I just felt like it was there was so much. Oh, there was so much. But also, one question we didn't ask, like and is Ned has his memory back now and he knows he's going to out Nina. He is going to out her. Absolutely. Yeah. So this whole thing with Valentina and Nina is going down. I'm telling you. (laughs) Future couple. La 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 la. If you could see me, I'm like one of those people that brings planes in both arms are out. It's like, come this way. Come on, Nina. Come on, Valentine. We got this. All right. Happy, happy week, everybody. Thank you for listening. Yes, please uh, drop us a note. Send us a review. Just say hi. Any of those things. We appreciate Mm -hmm. you listening. And Mm -hmm. we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.